So it's the Iron Skillet. We're back with another side dish Sunday. And we're about to talk about some hard work. I know everybody sitting at this table has heard about that phrase that um, hard work beats talent, right? So I feel like so many people, when they're getting started at something, they look at people that are super established and they're just like, oh, it's not fair because they're just so good. They're so talented. But if you really dissect people that are great at anything, they were trash in the beginning just like you were, but they 10,000 hour rule. Like they put their head down and they like shots in the gym. Whatever it is, if it's a sport, if it's music, if it's whatever, they just put in so many hours that, that now it's second nature. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I feel like... From the outside looking in, sometimes when people are getting started in something, you talk about Gary Vee and patience, they just expect for it to take off right away. Exactly. But the people, like you said today, like Logan just said to me that Gary Vee posted a video talking about how he was like stocking shelves at the wine place at 33. At 33, which is ridiculous. He didn't pop off till he was 40 some years old. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we just want that very quick satisfaction. So. Instant gratification. I don't know. Society. We, I mean, we've talked about it plenty of times. But it's, it's the generate our generation and generation below us. They just want that instant gratification. You know, it's like, uh, like, phones and shit. You know, it's all right here in our hands, and they just want like. You're just so yo. used to it now, yeah. having that. You know what I think would like make a like make people realize this that would drive it home, mm. if like someone like Drake, dropped, his early shit when he first started trying to sing before he actually had vocal coaching if he dropped that music and was like hey for anybody out there that thinks that i was always good at this shit Mm -hmm. this is what my first 30 50 100 songs sounded like it'll give people reassurance people inspire millions this is what i'm trying to like i've been preaching to y'all for a long time the 48 laws of power that's one of the laws of power is is to make it look easy it's literally one of the laws of power. You're not supposed to give everybody the answers because then it takes away from your power. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? So if if we were to know that Drake wasn't that good and he came up just like us and he was a normal person, Drake would be just like everyone else. He would have no idolization in essence. You get what I'm saying? I feel you. That was a side that was a side dish on a side dish. That's I, I feel like I feel like there's I lose respect for that. I feel like you need to show the times where you weren't the greatest to like to help uh people who idolize you become great themselves you, you talk know? about the master and the student all the time right i do so like how do that's a conflict of interest those two thought processes right mm-hmm. and what do you mean like being from the master and the student mindset it's like you're the master you've mastered this and now you want to show your student that hey like, I was not this good at this at one point in time. This is how you get here. Oh, that's but true. But from the 48 Laws of Power mindset, you're thinking, mm-hmm. like, I can't show people that I was ever not good at this because that's going to be taking away from my ability to shine. It's very conflicting. So how does that feel for you? Because I feel like you believe in both of those wow, things. Wow, I do believe in both of those things, and it's the first time it's ever been presented alongside each other. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really good topic. Let me bring this around to my face real quick. Yeah, you got it. So I mean, you could teach that without... Having to show. I guess it it all depends on your life path and where you want to end up ultimately. Because a master to me seems like a very humble person who doesn't really expect much to gain from what he gives to other people when spreading his knowledge. But a person who really strives for power is 
statistically most likely a psychopath yeah. who's really not worried about anybody other than themselves. Right. It's statistically it's true, proven. Yeah. <clears throat> These people don't care about anybody else other than a dollar. They don't care about homeless people. You know what I'm saying? They don't like, care about anything like that. But a master, the difference between a master and a person of power would be a master is so humble that that he turns his he converts his humbleness into his power you know what i'm saying with being so humble and being so genuine people want to do things for a person like that you know who the first person that comes to mind when you say that definition let me know nick d nick d he's super humble You're and exactly he right. literally shines so bright and he gets so much people love, love right him. people love nick d you're right so like I feel like you can win both ways. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Depending on which route you take it, or with a good balance of both. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Thank you for bringing that up. No, I believe yeah. that hard work creates talent. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the that's, more you work at something, it's back, it's back to practice makes perfect. Yeah. That too. Exactly. The harder you work, the more talented and the better you're going to be at whatever it is that you're striving for. No, I 100% agree. And the reason why I brought this up is, like, I know everybody, like, so Rush just put out a book, It's All in Your Head. And it's all about, like, his, uh, it it's, it's a personal growth book about self-belief and, like, how he built what he's doing. And what he was saying is he's, like, so many people were better than me when I started. And he's, like, so many people could be where I am if they would have just put their head down and believed in themselves and kept working, but they wanted it to happen that day or that year. And when it didn't, they just said, I threw their hands up and quit. He's like, I sucked at making beats. I sucked at singing. I sucked at writing songs. And he's like, but I didn't take that as I'm going to stop doing it. I'm going to give up. Right. And he's like, that's why I'm telling you guys, this is like work hard even if you aren't where you want to be yet because, like, I'm no different than you. Like, he's preaching that story to everybody. Mm-hmm. And he's like, there were people when I started making music that were so good, and I don't understand how they're not where I'm at because, like, I'm no different than them. And I was less – I wasn't as good as them when I started. You can't really teach perseverance, though. I feel like that's just, like, a, a will to win. Like, that's something yeah. that's embedded in you and who you are. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you could tell somebody, yo, just – Get in the gym, just work, work, work. Yeah. But for them, they might be in the gym 23 hours, but you might go 24. Yeah. So I'm saying that's not something you can teach because they're going to tell you, man, I've put in the work, I've put in the time, and they're frustrated. But you're sitting there like, I expected the frustration because I'm going to keep going Mm -hmm. until I get to it. It's not going to break me because I'm frustrated, but that doesn't mean I'm going to stop. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why you can't teach perseverance, though. So that's why it's hard with the whole master theory you were talking about. Mm -hmm. It's hard to give everybody stuff. It's like, I want to help you, but I'm not going to just hand it to you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, you'll go 23 hours, but I want to go 24. So it's like, I can't teach you that. Yeah, I can't. That's true. And if you You were to just give somebody the answers to everything, it wouldn't be worth it. Exactly. They wouldn't use it the same. What did you work for? I didn't become a master just somebody giving me the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I worked hard every day for this shit. Yeah. I was and most of it, you had to teach yourself. Yeah, six hours a day, I'm writing songs. Four hours a day, I'm doing research. Like, that's 10 hours of my day. Every yeah. day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't expect a pat on the back. I do it because it's genuinely what the fuck I like to do. Exactly. Yeah. And I know it's going to pay off. Yep. 100%. That's simple. 100%. So I feel like, you know what I mean, just like to wrap it up, the reason why we picked this topic is because you know, for creatives and people that are getting started in anything, like, don't be discouraged if within six months 
you don't reach your goal because you see on Instagram and YouTube, everybody is just like all of a sudden popped off. Like if you really love something and you want to build your life around it, you can make it happen. You know, you just got to continue to put in the work and, and put in the hours and it'll happen. I want to say, um, so I know me and Shaw are like heavy on black with no cream, but they just did an interview with uh, Chris Parsons. Did mm-hmm. you listen to it? I did, yeah. He um, He's actually the photographer and videographer for Kendrick Lamar. And um, he literally started like on MySpace, making MySpace uh, layouts and stuff for people. That's how he was a graphic designer. And he designed B.O.B.'s MySpace. And he sent B.O.B., his manager, a message and was like, um, I see you guys are going on tour. If you need me to film it, I'll film it for free. And he didn't think he was going to get shit back. And they were like, all right, come on, let's go. And he didn't have a camera, has never shot videos before, didn't have a laptop at the time. Mm-hmm. And wow. Yeah. And just worked his ass off. He literally, he said he went to Craigslist, bought a laptop, rented a camera, and just went on tour B.O.B. And there it went. Like, mm-hmm. and that's hard. That's hard work. Hard work pay, is yeah. beats talent because he didn't have right. anything. He had no idea what he was doing. But I think you know, he worked wanna, his ass off from that, and now he owns a studio in uh, L.A. and shoots for Nike and all kinds of shit. Like, that was going a pro broke. bono project that he was going off on yep. a limb for. Yep. That he didn't even have but, the equipment. <clears throat> look up if if you are listening to this podcast right now, look up Black or No Cream because you'll fuck with Black or No Cream. One hundred percent because he's so independent DIY type shit. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, 100%. it's cool. Ben Haggerty is the fucking man. I he think is. as the as time goes on more outlets like us and like Gary V are going to keep coming about and you're going to see the actual road to success more so than that fictitious bullshit they've been selling us for years and years and years. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're going to keep seeing shit like that and I'm super grateful for it. Check us out at the ironskilletpodcast.com. If you have any questions, send them to the ironskillet05 at gmail.com. And if you're on Apple... It would be awesome if you left us a review. Five star would be even better. Honestly, please. Because that's how people find out about what we do. So if you really love what we do, if you support this stuff, um, if you could hop on there and leave a review and tell us what you think, it would mean the world to us.